Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com and use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo decoded report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestion, endo aligned product matching in your state, suggested dosage guidelines, and optimum methods of administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeka soft gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeka Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. What's up? It is 3 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News, where we explain marijuana laws so you can change them. Today, we're going to be talking about, let's see, uh, Super Bowl Sunday. So we're going to, we might watch the ad that CBS rejected. It was a medical marijuana ad. We're going to be talking about Wisconsin's governor, who's kind of down from legalizing marijuana now. And uh, let's see, Jamaica is having a cannabis shortage. So we're going to be talking about that as well, all that and plenty more. So let's just get right into it. Mickey and Tom, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. It's uh, frigid out there, I tell you. But, you know, we've made it to a Sunday show. Thank you so much for tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News. Big likes and subscribes to uh, what's the top of the, the top story for right now? I don't know. But, you know, I also like to say it's also happy Janet Jackson Appreciation Day. Happy Janet Jackson Appreciation Day. I have no idea what that is. What is Janet Jackson Appreciation Day? If it wasn't for a nip slip. We wouldn't have YouTube today. A nip slip? Okay, can you elaborate on this? So the reason why the guys that created YouTube created YouTube is because they tried searching for the infamous nip slip. And they couldn't find it because there was no Google. There was no YouTube. And YouTube thus, was like 2005. And I think the nip slip of Janet Jackson was a couple years before that, maybe 2003. Yep. Yeah, I think wow. it was a 10-year anniversary, something like that. So, yeah, that's, you know, the... We wouldn't be here if there wasn't a, a happy mistake. So, uh, yeah. happy mistakes, <laughs> lucky accidents. I tell you. But, but speaking uh, of Super Bowl, oh, there's some Super Bowl news. There's some Super Bowl news. Uh, they aren't allowed to advertise for weed. Yeah, that's an, an unfortunate one that uh, we'll, we should watch it because it got rejected two years ago the ad for national TV and CBS. But there was one uh, ad that did get placed. It was by Cher, um, uh, uh, Carrie Accardi. She runs a, a group called 420 Media. And uh, it was played in the Virgin Islands, one place. Mm-hmm. And this this ad is the one that got rejected nationally. So this is the rejected Super Bowl ad from CBS for Acreage Holding. Let's check this out. Austin would have dozens to hundreds of seizures every single day. None of the prescriptions would work. One pill almost killed our son. 
I've had three back surgeries and I was on opioids for 15 years. It was a very dark, very depressive time in my life. After my injury, I felt like I couldn't live with the pain, but I couldn't live with this treatment long term. It was unbearable. I don't have to live like that anymore. Medical cannabis saved Austin's life. Cannabis has given me my life back. There are families in other states having to watch their children die. I want to see my brothers and sisters who sacrificed so much for this country have access to the safest treatment possible. This really is an injustice. It's not just unfair, it's cruel. Such a well-done commercial, though. I mean, Acreage Holdings, yeah. I mean, it was not about profit motive at all, you know. It was all about the patients. And so they uh, they rejected that, huh? The message, man. I, do you think uh, – I mean, we all know – because it was canvas related, but it was like maybe like we don't want to give them people sad during a Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, what? Why? Why well, would we yeah. not? We can play all the Viagra commercials we want, all the alcohol commercials we want. Like, yeah, you can have that Bud Light commercial about Dr. Galakowitz and, uh, you know, Spuds McKenzie, but you try to say that cannabis is going to help somebody, and no, you're not allowed to do that. It, it, and, and the, the conversation is constantly being twisted in a sense that like the, with the shadow bans and, the, uh, you know, the, 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 the Twitter flagging for the, the word usage of cannabis and marijuana alone. It, it, it's sad, but it's also we have good people fighting for us, you know, and some of those are football players, too. Yeah. The NFL has a ban on cannabis, and so it would not allow the league to promote the uh, the advertisement. And so Acreage is not the first company that's had an ad rejected from the Super Bowl last year. The vitamin supplement company GNC and had an ad rejected. Interesting. Hmm. But yep. yeah, and, and I, well, the NFL has since changed its rules, so they're they're allowed to consume, you know, or at least pop positive, right. but. It's still not all the way there. I mean, this whole revamping of the uh, the identity, you know, Kaepernick still hasn't got a, you know, this cannabis is more about medicine. It's also social justice and social equity. It's a, it's a multi-tiered issue that it's nice to see like players stepping up with the CBD issue. Like this is the, the marijuana like people stepping up and creating their own brands. It's okay. I mean, it, I'm not some of them like Ricky Williams have been doing it for a long time. And then you have the new people like Gronk uh, jumping in. Um, I don't know if you follow sports, though. I don't. I, I do. I, spot, do I like sports. Yeah. And so I'm excited to watch the Super Bowl today. And then it's the Super Bowl is not just when I pack an exceptionally good bowl, but that is the <laughs> Super Bowl. And, uh, and hopefully later on I'll have one of those as well. Um, but yeah, man, I, I was just not all that surprised that CBS and, and the NFL are not allowing uh, a cannabis commercial simply because it is illegal at a federal level. And so with those federal regulations that they have, you know, who else got turned down from a Super Bowl uh, commercial? Who's that? Pornhub. Really? Yeah. Pornhub, GoDaddy, Ashley Madison and Bud Light have had Super Bowl ads rejected over the years for being too sexual. I can see that. I thought Ashley Madison had one though, but still, Bud Light still gets their commercials in. It, it don't fucking matter. How Bud Light sponsors the uh, pre-election debates, right? Well, let's do some more uh, football news. Yeah, uh, former NFL running back Marshawn Lynch is launching a premium blunt brand. You heard and then, that? Uh, 
Yeah, and uh, um, talking to Lauren, she said it was reported by Fox News that there's going to be a diamond on the tip of it. T-A-T-A diamonds. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and of course, you know, Fox News doesn't understand that, so they just reported that there will be diamonds on the um, uh, 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 blunts. Yeah. And then that's that's not exactly what it is. It's not exactly diamonds. No, no. I mean, it is nickel gold, though, man. It, it's uh, the green rush. These are all things that it can be equated to it. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's whatever. Uh, what else going on? Well, I don't know. And Fox News subsidy botches coverage of Marshawn Lynch's cannabis brand. Diamonds are not diamonds, not 24 karat diamonds, but THCA diamonds. Who do you root for? Of course, of course, Fox doesn't get that. No. Oh, I'm rooting for Tampa. Which uh, is that? The one with the young one? Or no, that's the one with. No. Um... That's yeah. My family's in Tampa, so like, I uh, hope that they win. That'd be interesting. Man, hey, Charlie Sheen's has his own one coming out. It's probably gonna be Tiger Blood, man. Charlie Sheen's got his own uh, canvas label coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's what Michael says. <laughs> Dude, I smoked a little bit. Hey, did All I show right. you a new toy? What's that? No, what's your new toy, man? It's a, it's a pipe, and uh, it's a it's flume-free. Uh, you can't really see so well in the um, uh, green screen, but it looks like a flute. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't wait. I'm doing a video on it later. Uh, but this is more practical for, like, camping, and I'm going to be using it for my uh, traverse in between the city from home to work and back and forth because the wind, man. <laughs> wind. It's a real thing. I do not yeah. want to be outside right now in Illinois. It is five degrees outside. Oh, you guys are going through northeastern, right? Uh, no, the northeast is getting it pretty bad too. But it's uh, really cold today in uh, Illinois. So, uh, Virginia Senator Amanda Chase denies marijuana OD tweet. Wow, man, that, she's just crazy. Yeah. Says duplicated <laughs> accounts afoot. It looks like a parody account for State Senator Amanda Chase is responsible for a bizarre marijuana tweet because the real McCoy is calling it fake. An unverified Twitter account with the handle at Amanda Chase VA, which appears to be authentic and set up in 2016, writes, you know, you're the front runner for governor when your opponent starts trying to duplicate your uh, social media accounts. Make sure you're following at Amanda Chase VA and not the counterfeit. Okay, who cares? Where is the marijuana chase? tweet that's the one right there it says uh, Dom mcguire is right uh so i i chased that one down and i mean like it's an older account and she was a nobody back then good chance it was all these people are in denial and stepping away from all their idiot conversations of QAnon shit man like this right. it's up there with prohibition like all this crazy hysteria shooting out the mouth stuff man only lead to more marijuana overdoses and deaths. Still waiting for those uh, overdoses and deaths to come in. And like, you know, the overdoses. I uh, I made some brownies yesterday. Let me tell you. Woo! Did I sleep good? <laughs> I and, think you're still uh, feeling it today, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woke up a little, uh, a little tired. Dude, those are the best highs, though, right? It's the, that's that's your overdose. What happens? Oh, I just feel really mellow for an you extra do. day. I slept for ten hours. Ooh. Feel great. See, this is why a cannabis podcast is so tough because even like when you're consuming your own thing, the next day you're going to be so chill. It doesn't make great content sometimes. Sometimes you're just like, yo, can we just 
I don't know, man. I still think it's amazing that Virginia has passed uh, cannabis legalization. Uh, dispensaries opening in 2024. That is just so weird. I can't believe that they've passed cannabis legalization three years into the future. I agree. Oh, Wisconsin. Yeah, let's get to Wisconsin news for cannabis legalization. Governor Tony Evers is uh, the governor of Wisconsin, and he proposes legalizing and taxing marijuana. This is great until you dig into this story and then you realize that the legislature in Wisconsin's uh, Republican controlled. And so I'm glad that the governor's like saying, hey, we should legalize it. Right. Governors don't write laws. Uh, the House and the Senate writes the laws. And so if they're both Republican controlled, is there even a bill? You know, I would like to say there is. But as we've seen how they like to stick together over bullshit, <laughs> we come, this is why we can't have nice things. Well, you know, I'm glad that he's calling for cannabis legalization, but where's the bill? Yeah. yeah you can't yeah. just say it. You got to actually pass something. Even is that the process? Virginia, it's, it's coming in 2024. What's that? With that Wisconsin, is that the process? Like, again, each state's different, right? No, no. Every state's pretty much the same. I mean, the, the legislature is the ones that writes the laws. The executive's the ones that enforces it. But like in Texas, when you have to have the legislature, you can't do a, like a like a signature movement, you know, like. Right. Yeah. Like there's not ballot initiative in uh, Wisconsin or in Illinois. And so, yeah, it'd have to be the legislator legislator that's doing it. But then, you know, the the executive can set the agenda. And so, like, it's great that this uh, Democratic uh, governor of Wisconsin, Tony Evers, wants to legalize weed. And uh, he put it even in his budget for the numbers saying legalized marijuana will uh, expect it to generate more than 165 million bucks in the Wisconsin state. I guess the, the Packers state. State, the cheesehead state, beginning in 2023. Well, I know they got hemp. I have a friend out there who's based out in Wisconsin for a hemp farm. Yep, they do. They got hemp everywhere now. But uh, the governor also proposed setting aside 80 million of the revenue generated by marijuana to reinvest in communities across the state through a new community reinvestment fund. So there you go. Some some type of social equity that goes into uh, rebuilding. And so that would include grants for mental health, education, economic development and food insecurity. You know who doesn't have hemp? No. I just learned this yesterday. So in Washington State, five miles away from a marijuana grow, that's where you don't have hemp. So the marijuana grow takes precedent in, in the in the uh, Washington State law. I thought that was just quite interesting. <laughs> yeah. All about cross pollination. Yeah, man, I'm trying to figure out what on the end of the TMZ thing. Where's all the weird uh, cannabis edibles? I once overdosed on marijuana and it took six cupcakes and a bag of pistachio nuts to bring me back from the brink. I still get the munchies. Hashtag survivor. Oh, shit, man. Uh, that one's not bad. All right. Let's uh, back to the Democrats in the Senate. Schumer hosts first marijuana meeting to formulate 2021 federal legalization plan. <laughs> marijuana moment is asking me to sign up for their newsletter and also reporting that uh, key U.S. Senate leaders held a meeting with marijuana stakeholders on Friday. How come I wasn't invited? I'm a marijuana <laughs> stakeholder. Um 
The first formal step towards creating a new bill to federally legalize cannabis. State Majority Leader Chuck Sumer, State Finance Committee Center uh, Committee Chair Ron Wyden and Cory Booker uh, heard from a group of advocates and stakeholders as the trio prepares to unveil a draft reform legislation in the early part of the year, which is now the early part of the year. And are they trying to sidestep like everything as far as uh, getting involved in the COVID relief? And is that what they're trying to do? Like get involved Um, in the package? We'll we'll have to kind of wait and see how that plays out. But uh, early part of the year, that's when some uh, some legislation should be coming. And I'm not sure what this legislation is going to look like, but hopefully it's like the more act two or something like that. What it was it was normal. It was the Drug Policy Alignment uh, Alliance, the Students for Sensible Drug Policy, and other organizations affiliated with the Marijuana Justice Coalition, uh, business focus groups such as the National Cannabis Industry Association and the Minority Cannabis Business Association were also present. There, there you go. They did have some actual stakeholders all together, and hopefully, uh, we're going to see some legislation here pretty soon, and then we could do some content about it on the channel. What's it going to take for the uh, More Act to get seen, heard in the the next step? Well, I, it's it's interesting, you know. See, look what they are saying. You know, we're, we're trio prepares to unveil draft reform legislation in the early part of this year. It sounds like they aren't talking about the More Act. It sounds like they're talking about something new. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like we right. can you can throw us a bunch of words that are going to happen, but give me dates and let's set goals and guidelines because we already have the More Act. Let's 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 continue on. Right. And so what are they going to change? What are they going to call it? I don't know. We'll be reporting on it, though. Oh, for sure. I mean, again, as long as there's something messed up going on, there's always something to talk about. And this regulation is going to take forever to work itself out. Oh, yeah. This was historic. That's Amber Littlejohn from the MCBA's executive director. Uh, Leaders, and then she goes on to quote, Leader Schumer and Senators Booker and Wyden made clear that equity and justice is the foundation of federal reform. We look forward to working with them to that end through every phase of this long journey. It will Uh, be a long journey. Well, as long as we stop putting people in jail, right? Stop arresting it. Stop being uh, asset forfeiture. Stop having our personal lives interfered with just because of what we decide to do with our bodies. Yep. Uh, Former guest of the show, Queen Adesi, or or Adesui, I'd have to have her on the show again to help me pronounce that last name first, from the DPA, says, uh, uh, we are excited to have such a dynamic trifecta of leadership in the Senate to build on the best of the MORE Act in order to deliver justice to communities most affected by cannabis prohibition. So is it going to be the MORE Act 2? Well, she was part of the Morak as well, so I have faith that whatever they come out with will be at least something reasonable. Oh, it's going to be interesting to see what this legislation looks like. But, um, yeah, and so it's it's not the Morak, but it's going to be something. While it's not clear what the draft Senate mar- marijuana reform proposal will entail or when it will be released, Schumer said lawmakers are in the process of merging various pieces of legislation, which could include his own cannabis descheduling bill that he filed in the last two Congresses. The separate Moore Act could also serve as the basis of reform in the 117th contract, uh, Congress. So there you go, man. It just it just seems to me, and it, it, it's all about the paperwork and doing the, the meetings and whatnot, but it's so frustrating that they hear it like, you're going to have a thousand pages of legalization where it's, to me, it'd be like simple. Like, hey, we're going to have three things. No one in jail. No one can get arrested. And uh, I don't know. Your stuff won't get taken away, you know, for the plant, period, like broccoli. Right. I, but 
understand there's stuff that got retroact or it just it's frustrating man i i, ha- I want to have faith that's what i'm saying <laughs> Uh, at the meeting earlier this week, Schumer pressed Biden's attorney general and other Justice Department nominees to respect the rights of the states that legalize marijuana. Now, that's going to be something interesting. That's something that I'm always waiting to see uh, every year in the budget, the defunding of the department, uh, no, the Drug Enforcement Agency or administration, the DEA, from uh, having any appropriations, any money. Uh, from Congress to do anything that interferes with medical marijuana. Hopefully that's going to change just to like any state's marijuana law as opposed to state's medical marijuana. And that would help my friend, the one who owns the uh, the lab, the testing lab. Did you see my uh, my Sharon post? Uh-uh. So I have a friend here in Washington State. Check this out. He owns a cannabis lab in Washington State, but he can't get certified as a USDA hemp facility because government agents can't deliver hemp to a facility that tests a federally listed Schedule 1 drug. Like, WF, man, this guy's been in business for, shoot, uh, we've had 2012. And so eight years, nine years, this man has a respectable lab. But because he's in the wrong state with the wrong business, sorry, buddy. Yep. So it's going to create a whole new entity, dropping like half a million into it so far. Craziness, man. Yeah, well, that's just kind of how it goes. I mean, it's it's a very weird industry, and then it's expensive to get into. It's kind of insane. Like the deadline for Illinois' ten uh, day notices have passed, so I've kind of like just chilled out and relaxed this this weekend. Yeah. Oh, is it is it four twenty somewhere? Let's do this. <laughs> Yeah. Stuck at work, huh? Hey, you know, I mean, I can smoke outside, just not in the building. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's where I took my new toy out. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. You have that new um, uh, vape. Now, is that just like um, uh, a distillate vape or, or what's Dude, the cartridge? It, or is it it's flour. It's a flour. You pack vape? flour. No, it's not even a vape. It's just a, a cylindrical. It's been steeled and milled to like aerodynamically. I pack flour in there. You light the bowl. I can't wait to give you guys a hands because as soon as I do the promo video, I'm going to help blow them up. Possibility we might be able to get a uh, a code for our listeners to get a cool. discount on because I mean toys aren't expensive. This guy's going for seventy bucks on a uh, but when you they're toys, right? Right. Pipes and different types, but but this is a really great design. I get excited about nerdy shit, man, and this is definitely one of them. But what else we got going on? Man, well, you know, let's do some more of the summary of other federal bills that are kind of working their way through Congress. Already in 2021, several congressional marijuana bills have been filed. One to move cannabis from Schedule 1 to Schedule 3 of the Controlled Substances Act. What do you think about that? Uh, man, again, any. Thing that happens is better than nothing. Right. But then it's still going to be a controlled substance. And so, like, I think the uh, IRC 280E issue would go away if it's a Schedule 3. But then it's still a controlled substance. You know, it's still going to be called marijuana under the, the legislation. Yeah. Uh, and then here's another one. Uh, another bill is uh, to prevent the United States Department of Veteran Affairs from denying veteran benefits solely because they use medical marijuana in compliance with state law and one to allow hemp derived CBD to be marketed and sold as a dietary supplement. Dude, as, as a veteran, the um, the problem with the VA has been since the Obama years, like it goes every other year 
we're going to let you have weed. Nope, we can't let you have weed. Hey, if you're in a legal state, we're going to let you have weed. But when you go there, no, you can't have weed. Mixed messages. They just have this fucking thing on, on just like, we can't mess with you. Yeah. And it's just so pathetic. And then it's, uh, it, I can't believe that it's a controversial issue. That's one of those things. It's it's so strange that people just don't look into stuff and be like, oh, well, it's illegal. Oh, then that's terrible. But then you actually look into it and like, oh, it's just all lies. It was all lies. And we didn't know how the plant actually worked until the early 90s. But like you're missing an arm, leg. You got shot at. You got PTSD. We don't want you to have a holistic, natural approach. We want you to take these pills. We want you to be stuck in our system. It's the, the point of all of this is to let you be better on your own, right? Right. I can't believe that. Yeah, the pills. Uh, the pills are fine, but then you give them like uh, fresh, pure, uh, good, high-quality cannabis, and suddenly, so, oh, my gosh, you know, you have to check them, make sure they have an ID. They aren't allowed to touch the plant. It has to be in a you know child-proof container. Oh, yeah, child-proof container. Have you ever seen a child-proof container of a vodka bottle? Come on. Um yeah, no, no, you don't. It's, but that's how we are. I mean, like we don't change, and I'm I'm kind of like proud of us for changing as much as we have, even though we really don't. You know, we create all these weird regulations that we put on it. Well, we adapt, and, and that's the thing. Is like we're trying to, in the end, make it so you know this just becomes a natural part of everyday society. Like it shouldn't even be an issue. This shouldn't be a talking point, or you know, yeah. an eyebrow raised. You can't you can't give this to veterans. Are you kidding? You you're going to maintain this lie uh, to their detriment. But even in the service itself, dude, I didn't start drinking until I served. Like I did maybe have like one or two beers. But when I was in the military, your only option is to have vendors. Right. Or, or, or do the hard drugs like cocaine and meth because it's out of your system in two days. This is where our society's fucked up. Right. The justice, the imbalance, the. The non seeing how things way should be because okay, right. I'm serving the country. I'm I'm protecting. I'm getting shot at. I'm deployed right. nine ten months out of the way, and all you're gonna let me do is drink. <sighs> Remember when they used to give people cigarettes in the army? Here's Dude. your cigarettes. Thanks. They let us smoke on the ship. So like when I, I my, my first ship I was on was uh, the USS Constitution and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Constellation. Sorry and uh. uh Constitution, the first one, the very oldest one. <laughs> but anyways, uh, uh, it was it was in the Vietnam War. There were signs still in the in the the, the 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 barracks about how you can't smoke in the birthing, or there were only certain smoking sections in the birthing, which was like unheard of now. And I'd hear so many stories of these guys pulling into like yeah, Australia, Guam, coming back with lords of hash and, mm-hmm. and, and cannabis because that's just what they did back then. You know, the the zero tolerance bullshit didn't happen until Reagan. And and the reason why that happened was because of a series of accidents that happened on the um, uh, it's the 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 one that McCain had an accident on, where he crashed his plane on, the uh, oh, that. I have no idea what drug John McCain was on when he crashed. No, 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 he wasn't on a drug. It was just the the, the ship that he was he had that accident on. Uh-huh. Uh, there was there was a series of accidents going on throughout this time frame, and the military tested these people and thought, okay, cause and effect. A lot of these people are testing positive for marijuana. Why not? It must be the reason why this shit's happening it had they weren't even thinking about poor regulations that were going on at the time or yeah. the fact that you're working guys 18 hours on a fucking 200 degree flight deck no no that's not the reason why messed up stuff happens yeah uh, all right this is a good one 
I like Go this. Okay. It is a bill. The Hemp and Hemp Derived CBD Consumer Protection and Market Stabilization Act is the third piece of cannabis legalization or legislation to be filed in the new 117th Congress, and it would provide the hemp industry with critical regulatory clarity as federal agencies develop rules for CBD marketing. So this would be the thing that essentially allows CBD to be regulated as if it was an herbal dietary supplement. See, hemp cannabinoid, uh, cannabinoid derived from hemp and any other ingredient derived from hemp shall be lawful for use under the Federal Food, Drug and Cosmetic Act as a dietary ingredient in a dietary supplement. Boy, that would help. Yeah, it would. That would help. Yeah, that would help so many people, like especially with commerce in between people, you know, halls that are being pulled over. <laughs> Craziness, dude. Yeah. Would- yep. And so it's going to be interesting how that goes. But let's see who who is involved on this under the proposal from Representative Kurt Schrader, Democrat from Oregon and Morgan Griffith, uh, Republican from Virginia, uh, filed these bills. And actually, this is a, a refiling. And so this type of bill was in the last Congress and now it's been refiled. And I support the hemp and hemp derived CBD Consumer Protection and Market Stabilization Act. Do you in that act? Did you have you gone through it yet at all? I'm just kind of reviewing it right now. I mean, like it's it's the the most important part was that one that we already read that you know it's going to say that hemp, cannabidiol derived from hemp and any other ingredient derived from hemp shall be lawful for use under the Federal Food, Drug and Cosmetic Act as a dietary ingredient in a dietary supplement. So I guess I, I guess the, the the question would be then then how do you define hemp, right? Because it's going to be back to that hemp one percent. Uh, it's it's under the 2018 Farm Bill. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's great for right now until they fix the goddamn regulate definition of hemp. God, it's such a little little layer of uh, you know things there, right? Like, yep. hey, this is great for you, but first, so let's, let's look at how we define it. I mean, because it would be great for a lot of people. Somebody here said that they think hemp should only be for like clothes and paper, and I have to disagree. Do you guys believe? Here we go. You have to read it, man. Well, it says, do, I'm sorry. <laughs> do you believe hemp is a product of put in our bodies? For me, hemp is a product of clothing vehicles or eat on some kind of weird diet. Well, if you're going to eat it, Karina, I mean, essentially it is. No. The the cool article that I was reading earlier had to do with hemp being used instead of lithium for batteries. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this reminds me of what Jack Berugian was talking about when he was on our show. You should check that one out about the hemp futures markets. But you could use hemp to create this carbon source that is evidently a better conductor than graphene. And so uh, these batteries might be getting grown in your farm. Isn't that amazing? Growing batteries. And that's the thing. It, it, marijuana hemp is such an amazing plant. With the can, the can, uh, can, can, <laughs> all of them though, <laughs> all of the seeds. But when you extract them from the the hemp plant, then that can be used. You know, in our like with our friends we had at the nanotech talking about the soluble. Yeah, I mean this is the pharmaceutical use. So I was going to ask you about that descheduling one, the bill about the descheduling, right? Uh-huh. You know, the big corporate stoner uh, conspiracy is well, if you deschedule, well now you put it in the hands of pharmaceuticals. What do you think? Oh, man, uh, no. And especially like if uh, this thing for the hemp and CBD passes, uh, if that's going to be considered an herbal supplement and then uh, you have the Morac or something similar to that passing. Uh, wow, uh, that would be freaking 
excellent. And so, I mean, like the, uh, oh, I mean, so now you're going to have like CBD essentially just be what it, it should be. It should be like an herbal supplement because it is. Yeah, no, you I know? totally agree. And, and once you qualify as a supplement, then it can't be taken away into the pharmaceutical arena, right? right? That's right. So, I mean, that that's just dope. <laughs> Yeah. And so, right. So the pharmaceutical industry, I mean, they could still, but then that's kind of the point. And the, uh, the if you haven't checked out our video with uh, Dr. Ethan Russo, you should go check that one out because that was really, really awesome how he talks about the entourage effect. And so it's this bundle of cannabinoids and terpenoids that actually have the more medicinal effect. It's not just when you isolate it like a particular chemical, like a lot of drugs are just a particular chemical, you know? And this, Again, hemp and marijuana are the same plant, just different ratios of terpenes and cannabinoids. Uh, Karina just posted she's not a believer of the hemp, the one that asked the question about it being a, a topical versus ingestion. But when you – oranges, you know, they can be used uh, for the, the smell, the terpene smell, and oils, or they can be used orange juice. I mean, this is what you're doing with hemp, marijuana. You're, you're just squeezing the shit out of it and getting all the good stuff. <laughs> Yep, yep. Let's see what we got coming out of Japan. There's a headline out of Japan. We'll try to share that one here. And let's... uh, Marijuana law reform in Japan contingent on the message. This almost comes off like a... And it's a contributing uh, writer from the uh, Japan Times. But it almost reads like an opinion piece. Uh, The government wants to revise Japan's cannabis control law. Presently growing or possessing marijuana is against the law, but because of a perceived increase in the use of drugs among many young people, the health ministry wants to make smoking and ingesting marijuana crimes too. This may sound like splitting hairs. How can you smoke weed without having it? But the proposal indicates the authorities strong resistance to other countries to decriminalize and even commercialize medicinal and recreational consumption of pot. So I guess Japan is going backwards. Don't be like Florida, Japan. Oh, wait, wait. Florida actually has uh, medical marijuana. They just have, it's just a, it's, you know, hegemony in, in Florida. And so, like, there's only a handful of companies that operate the entire market. Yeah, well, you know, the, the right person with the right kind of money can just be the right kind of influence in that one place. Yep. Yep. Oh, I, I love can't this believe game. that Japan is trying to make it more difficult and criminalize marijuana possession. I mean, uh, no, don't do that, Japan. That is stupid. I can't believe you would you would go that far to make things worse in your country. I don't know what the heart is for, because like when I was in Japan 15 years ago, it was very taboo. You know, you, I could have sell my ripped ass jeans. They loved all things American. Except for you weed. Know, except for weed, which I don't get. Like, how did how did the weed pass Japan? Did they just like skip over from India to you know you know they just like oh screw this place? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no way, man. Come yeah, on. No. You don't think there's any land races in Japan? There's gotta be, dude. Japan is they have a beautiful landscape, man. I I was it's beautiful mountains, uh, beautiful countrysides. I think it'd be a good farming yeah. weather. She's uh, one of these uh, doctors is questioning Japan's marijuana laws when she realized that people accused of using stimulant drugs sometimes carried out secondary crimes against assault and arson, while those accused of using weed usually don't. Where do these people live? Do you need a study for this shit? I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I I just. It's but um, I'm not going to be going to Japan to help them open any cannabis uh, companies, it appears. You know, what else do we have in the news? Uh, we got Mississippi. 
Mississippi. What news do we have out of that? They said a July 1st timetable for finalized medical cannabis. Yes, that's coming. And this is uh, fun stuff that we do on the show. We get to talk about the long window of cannabis legalization. And so after it becomes legal, then the rules come out and Mississippi has their rules coming in July. So in July, I'll know how uh, the cannabis applications in Mississippi are going to be shaping up. Can't wait to see those. I'm I'm. I don't know how bad it's going to be, but I'm assuming it's going to be fairly well regulated because it's a medical cannabis as opposed to, you know, adult use. Do you think the the fact that, you know, uh, you know, since Virginia passed, uh, Google had a 20 percent uh, increase in searches, right, worldwide? Do you think the, the 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 worldwide increase that happens every time something happens is the reason why Jamaica is facing a shortage? Jamaica is facing a shortage of what? Of cannabis. How is Jamaica facing a shortage of marijuana? Jamaican faces marijuana shortage as farmers struggle. Um, All right. Who's reading this one? Because I can't really make it out. All right. So apparently heavy rains followed by extended drought, an increase in local consumption, an increase in local. That's awesome. And a drop in the number of marijuana farmers. That's not so awesome. Has caused a shortage in the island's famed but largely illegal market. So it's still illegal, but yet it's famous. You know the guy to have quality, bud, right? Like it's got to be. What, what would you say, like the like France? If you go to France for wine, yeah. If you went to uh, Jamaica and you got some shitty weed, that would really harsh your mellow. Like you know, you're like, I'm in Jamaica and the weed sucks. What the hell? I thought uh, everything that I knew in my life has been a lie. If I was in Jamaica and I didn't get weed, yeah. <laughs> I would be so upset. So upset. Like, I, I, I realize that if I'm going to Japan, high likelihood not going to find weed. But if I go to Jamaica, I want weed. And I would hope I look like the kind of guy that someone would hit me up. <laughs> yep. Yep. I got hit I, up in Hong Kong. I, okay. I, I have never been to Jamaica or smoked weed in Jamaica. I should rectify that as soon as COVID is gone. Dude, that's bucket list for me, my friend. Bucket list. Yes. My friend, uh, Mark Morgan, was one of my great friends when I was in law school in uh, Wisconsin. So I can't wait for Wisconsin to actually legalize so I can get some more work up there. But uh, yeah, Mark Morgan was a, he still is, a Japan, not Japanese, Jamaican guy. I should go visit him. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Hey, now, good news for California cannabis workers. Yeah, what did they get? The COVID test. Vax. California cannabis workers eligible for immediate COVID-19 vaccinations. That's right. They are essential workers doing God's work. And so we need to give the COVID vaccines to all cannabis employees. 2020 cannot be accredited enough for marketing cannabis as essential. You cannot forget this. Yeah. Hold it over everybody's head. Coronavirus. I'm going to I this is one of the things that I've been enjoying doing lately. Uh, I, I like to Google the coronavirus uh, so I could see where the caseload is. And and it's just it's just looking so much nicer. Like you look at that crashing uh, chart. It just like stairs going down. Um, and so that's that's just nice. And then, oh, my gosh, it's doing it everywhere. Thank goodness. Keep going down. That would be fantastic. We're slowly opening up again here in Seattle. Yeah, it was a year ago that you think it, you had it. Remember, because you got real sick last year when it was pretty new yeah and i regret calling it the wu-tang virus hey it was a different time 
<laughs> Seriously, though. We were under like ten... management back then. <laughs> seemed like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, the year 2020 was the year that took 12 years. Yeah, 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 feeling better. We grew from it. We certainly, we certainly grew from it. All right, what other cannabis news do we have going on? And uh, Virginia lawmakers, cannabis companies turning mainstream. There we are. Rhode Island medical marijuana program gets new regulatory SAR. Great. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Hey, sometimes you need to put in new regulators. Hey, they got a CBD farm in New York, somebody says. CBD Buffalo. farm in New York. Very nice. Buffalo Botanicals. Neat. <laughs> Marijuana real estate lender AFC Gamma to raise up to $105 million in an IPO. That's crazy. A marijuana real estate lender. And so they loan for marijuana real estate. Again, there's businesses everywhere. You can be a cannabis accountant. Yeah, but it's also one of those things, that, you know, raising money is done in the cannabis industry a lot. For example, 105 million right there. And that's for the real estate aspect. Yeah. And of course, West Palm Beach, Florida. Look at that. Founded in July of 2020, it offers loans and established can- uh, to establish cannabis companies in states where marijuana is legal for medical and recreational use. So this bank is out there actively saying that they are going to provide lending to the cannabis companies. Nice. Yep. So, I mean, at least now people have an option to, because they're in banking, as you know, there's always that slandered uh, biasness against them. Well, yeah, but you know, it's, and that's going to be something that's going to be interesting is what's the safe banking act going to look like. So now that the, the Senate is coming out with this thing, well, I hope they aren't just doing this for, you know, as a show, you know, I hope they're doing it because they're actually serious and it's got a legitimate shot of getting out because if they're going to put together a piece of legislation, put together a piece of legislation, they think they can pass, you know? Seriously, push it through. Um, uh, Mark Mervin asked, have you tried the Delta 8 yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a Delta 8. yeah, here's the Delta 8 pen over here. So this is some Delta 8. It's fine. What do you do? You, do you feel different from it? Do you? Uh, I don't know. I know the guys, the kids from the CBD hemp library. That's their thing. And yeah, it's uh, it's lighter than Delta 9. And so, like, it's a little bit more calming, a little bit more relaxing, uh, nowhere near as um, buzz inducing, in my opinion. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I'm still been flower power concentrate. Yeah. I, I knew it was weed at one time. Experience. Yep. Actually, I came across, it, it has helped the uh, the price of CBD a little bit. And so that product uh, has created other products, a lot of different edibles and a lot of different um, moon rocks and some other stuff for, for CBD hemp. So um, Delta 8 has really helped that industry um, become more lucrative. Do you think uh, Delta 8 would... Um, uh, well... It- so it can be a concentrated extract. Um, I just totally blanked out what I was going to go with, man. Never mind. I'm just sitting here looking at the – there's so many people talking, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> people like to talk, man. All right. Let me well, – uh, answer too. What's going on in the old news. By region. What's All that? right. 
I'm just trying to find something else that's going on in the here we go. Uh, funding for marijuana companies surges after Democrats win control of White House and Congress. Capital cannabis capital raises that are going on right now. It looks like it is quite a lot of them. Uh, and so a Democratic election trifecta with control of the White House and both chambers of Congress is giving the marijuana industry executives hope for federal reform and encouraging investors to pump a record amount of money into the cannabis businesses. North American cannabis companies have closed or announced more than $1.6 billion in capital raises in January on the wake of Democrats taking control of the U.S. Senate, further easing a funder sh- funding shortage that began in 2009. 19, according to Denver-based MJ Research Co. Really just wish they'd stop this, this whole Republican-Democrat shit. It's, it's an American issue that we all are more popular about. Right. And I think I think the reason why it's it's Democrat Republican kind of issue is just because they're so they don't work together on anything. So if one of them votes for it, the other one is going to be like, well, I'm not voting for it. We can't even work together, you know, Amy Flick's right. All right, man. I know I can't take it off now. Laura, can you take that off? <laughs> yeah. Hey, that pen really hit really good. And it's not a pen again, it's a pipe. So whatever. Oh, nice. Did you hit a 420 somewhere, bro? Oh fuck dude, I did right before all this. <laughs> I was oh. like, I'm gonna get ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I tell you, sometimes you have to get ready. It's I like the uh relaxing Sunday show. So what do you think the Super Bowl score is gonna be today? 42 to 0. 42 to 0. Seriously? 420. 420? <laughs> I got nothing. Hey, man, I'm Mr. Sports. Like, that's sports. I, I, I got nothing. Yeah. I, I mean, my team, the Seahawks, aren't in it. I used to be a, a Chargers fan, and they were never in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Bears suck. But, uh, you know, Tom Brady evidently is a robot sent from the future that wins Super Bowls. Or ages. Or ages. Yeah, it's, he's Benjamin buttoned himself. Damn, dude. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man, but I just want to thank everybody for hanging out and listening to the news and, you know, give yourself a like, subscribe, tune in for July because that's when we're going to be doing the regulatory crap on, um, was it? No. Mississippi's regulatory crap comes out in July. And, uh, Japan, can you, uh, tell us how to enunciate that? (laughs) When you get a chance. I have no idea how to pronounce that name. Like, let us know how to say it. Because uh, well, we are going to have a, we're, we're working on taking a um, uh, uh, a Japan uh, course, not course. We're trying to get a Japanese guest on the show. So, yeah. but I'm trying to find an activist from Japan after reading that article about it, where they're trying to make it worse. Uh, it may be kind of difficult, kind of like when we were trying to find that uh, activist from Mississippi. We're still looking yeah. for that activist from Mississippi. And then, and that's that's a horrible thing. This is why we do it, right? Because people still can't can't come out. RJ, I got you. RJ. Cool, man. Yeah. I would like RJ. But, like, you know, it took us, me, this long just to be able to be in front of a camera and not freaked out. You know, I mean, I don't like being in front of cameras, anyways, but I've been to so many events in the past of Washington State where I would avoid the side shot because I was being actively uh, supporting prisoners and whatnot. Uh-huh. Like, no, no, I'm, I'm good with taking pictures because I just, you know, I got a job that would fire me. I mean, I still have a job that could fire me if, if somebody has a hair up their ass. Oh man, I have a I have a real bear of a boss right now. It's just terrible working for this guy. It never never stops. Constant real sexual harassment. Driver. Oh, constant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we appreciate everybody, and we probably should go enjoy our day today, huh? 
Yeah, man. Let's uh, wrap this one up, and uh, hopefully your team wins, and then we'll see you on Wednesday. Sports. Sports. Let me uh, go oh, to Thanks the- for donation, dude, again. Yeah. RJ. RJ, we really appreciate it. We'll see you next time when it is. Yeah.